Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. This is the day the Lord has made, and although it may be cold and perhaps even dreary today, you must praise his name. You must praise his name for all of his wonderful blessings and for the fact that he is able. Join us in this program, He is Able, as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through Daniel 3.17, which says, If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O King. Hello and welcome to this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And it is my prayer that I could live a life that had that kind of faith that is spoken about in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 17. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us. When we think about that term, if it be so, what's he talking about? Well, the Hebrew children had been told if they don't bow down to these idols when they hear the music that they're going to be thrown into the fiery furnace. And they were so committed to their walk with Christ, their walk with God, doing what they were supposed to do and following after the commandments of God that they believed that If it be so, if you do that, my God will deliver me. If this bad thing happens, well, that's okay. Because my God will deliver me. And I've studied this scripture many times and this account of this event in the scriptures. And every time I walk away believing that these three Hebrew children really believed that no matter what the outcome was, it was God's will, his will was perfect, and he would see him through it. Perhaps the ending would not be what they would desire, but they would be okay because they would be sheltered safely in the arms of God. And when I think of my own life and the lives of people that I get to minister to on a regular basis and and they seem to be going through such traumatic events, such heart-wrenching things are happening and they're fully broken. It's my prayer that something could be said or I could point them to the scriptures in such a way that they would understand what Daniel And those three Hebrew children understood that they would get 
an understanding of a walk with Christ that isn't only on Sundays and Wednesdays, that isn't only good in the church, but that it is active and it is relevant and it is the only tool that we need to find the answers to our problems, to understand the blessings that we are showered with and to walk with us all the time. And when we fully get an understanding that the word of God was made flesh and dwelt among us, it isn't a mystery to us why the word of God is so relevant and why it is that it is so helpful. Because Jesus himself is what's represented in the word, not just the red words that we see in the New Testament that many Bibles will denote as spoken by Christ. But every word of it is the embodiment of Jesus. Because it says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And so with that understanding in itself, we can fully get that these words are not just words on a page. They are words of life. They are living testimonies of God's word and his wills and his ways. And we see the results of living a life in the center of God's will as we look at the accounts in this book, such as Abraham's life and Daniel's life, just to name a couple. And we are assured in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8 that he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And with that being said, then we know that what he did for others, he'll do for us. We know that the words that he had written by the apostles that were relevant to the people of that day are relevant to us, including the Old Testament, which prophesizes all the fulfillment of the promises we see in the New Testament, which gives us examples of people whose faith was noteworthy that we could model and strive to follow after their footsteps as their people we can understand so that we can have the fullness of Christ in us. You see, he is able. And that's the kind of faith we must understand. It really requires just two things, and it's simple, what this faith that Daniel the faith that these three Hebrew children had. He requires that you serve him and that you trust him. I want to bring your attention to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, which says that, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. And you must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Do you believe? Do you believe in such a way that if it be so and this horrible tragic thing lands in the midst of your path that you still believe that God is God and God is good? Or is your faith weak? To the point that as long as everything's going well, 
you couldn't sing his praises. But at the first hint of something negative in your life, you begin to murmur and complain. That's when you need a faith check. You see, you have to have faith that if God has not delivered you from the event or the obstacle or hasn't removed you from the situation, that he knows what is best. That's the term in Daniel chapter 3 and verse 17, if it be so. If this bad thing comes to pass, he's still God. He still loves me. I'm still the apple of his eye. I am still protected by him. And the only alternative that's left is he's going to see me through it. You see, I have a promise that he will never leave me nor forsake me. And as I speak these words to you, they're penetrating my heart as well. I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning with some tragic event in my life. I pray that I am not faced with that. And I also pray that I will remember who God is in all situations, big and small. You see, those small situations that you encounter, like you're stuck in traffic and you feel like you need to be somewhere else that you might help somebody. How am I going to get through this? You say, well, Kim, that is nothing like cancer or, or sickness or some dreaded disease. You're right, it's not. But it's still a moment that I have to trust that God has me where he wants me and I need to begin to look around me to see who it is that I can bless, to see what it is I can do to learn from this situation that I would be more... Uh, of what I should be and where I can glorify God. I've got to see where God can be magnified in this so that others may come to the saving knowledge of who he is. I've got to live every moment of my life, whether it's stuck in the grocery store line, stuck inside of a hospital sick, or whether I've been called to minister to somebody that I hardly know, or perhaps it's in a situation that I, I can't hardly help from thinking, goodness gracious, you put yourself in this. Now we've got to try to help you. Yeah, I'm human just like you. Those thoughts cross my mind sometimes too. Doesn't make them right, but it's true. And the Bible says that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, it's not our job to judge. And we don't need to be saying, well, they must have done something in the horse weeds and they must have been done something awful or God wouldn't have done it. That has nothing to do with most anything. You let God work in their lives and you let God convict them. But I promise you, he'll never condemn them. The Bible says there is therefore now no more condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. It's your friends and your neighbors, your fellow Christians that may try to condemn you. And if God doesn't condemn you, then you don't need to worry about what someone else is doing. You need to listen to the conviction of God. He'll bring to your heart those things that you need to give him. And unbelief is a form of sin. And sometimes we just can't see the situation that's going to turn out in a way that we find favorable for ourselves. We don't have to see the situation. We don't know what tomorrow holds. But if we turn and run and we walk away from where God wants us to be, we'll never know the blessings that God has for us because we won't be where he's pouring them out. And somebody else is going to get them, but we're not. You see, Daniel, when he was in the lion's den, he trusted God to shut the lion's mouth, and he did 
these three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace. If it be so, my God will deliver me. Are you willing to live a life that speaks to others, not just with your mouth, but the way you live your life that speaks to them that says, if it be so, my God will deliver thee. You see, you have to have faith that if God hasn't delivered you or hasn't removed it from you, that he will surely see you through it. We have a wonderful scripture in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28 that says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. We need to live a life that speaks he is able. We need to live a life that allows us to have that peace that passeth all understanding and that joy unspeakable and full of glory as we're told in philippians be anxious for nothing be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god and the peace of god shall rule your hearts and minds in christ jesus it's time that we understand he is able mark chapter 9 and verse 23 says that if thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth you got to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. My God is able, and if you believe in the one true living God and are following after him, your God, the only God, the Alpha and the Omega, he is able. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
a happy girl.